stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. It is the Monday edition. The, hey, the Brewers threw a combined no hitter over the weekend edition. The, hey, the Badgers got back on track. Stuck in the Eastern Michigan edition. Hey, the Bucks are still world champions edition. <laughs> and oh yeah, the Packers play. Sort of. Edition. Of Wilde on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison. ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, and of course, on the all-new, all-redesigned, all-free, WisconsinOnDemand.com, the Wisconsin On Demand app, where you can get our podcast, where you get all your other podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and of course, Stitcher. By the way, you can listen to that, presented by Grubelofs, is one called that's all, and hear me say, well, as long as Joe Barry's defense doesn't suck, I think they'll be okay. That was half right, because they weren't okay. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay. Jesse Nelson is in the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. And from his undisclosed location, which today we will disclose as the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. It is the Packers Hall of Famer. You can hear him on Pack Attack after games with Homer. Although I didn't because I joined late after he departed. It is Mark Tauscher. Tausch, how's it going for you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, me too. I'll say this. And we talked a lot last night about you know who's to blame. And obviously Joe Barry's name came up. Aaron Rodgers' name came up a bunch. And I'm sure we'll get into, you know, kind of that Pella window that he opened with the offseason that he had and the criticism that comes his way. Because there's a lot of folks. I, I watched the game with some friends last night. And people are really down on him coming into it. And it's, I think just this, I'm sure you've seen the Jeopardy memes. We'll get into the Aaron stuff. I look at this last night as this was on Matt LaFleur. I look at this entire hmm. – obviously the players didn't execute and they played poorly and you, you could – all of that. I, I look at how the preseason went, how the guys came prepared to play in this game, and the plan that was in place was the wrong plan. And it was executed worse than the plan. So I, I never blame coaches completely because the players need to go out and execute. But to run the football as little as they did – and to not stick with it. Every time I feel like we have these conversations, which luckily are rare with under Matt LaFleur, it's only happened four or five times that it's been a just a complete thumping like this. What is always the MO that we talk about? It's always, well, they didn't stick with the run. They didn't try to run the football. Last night with, with two new offensive, rookie offensive linemen playing, and against a team that's, you know, I know they're beat up in the secondary, and I think that was part of his thinking. Sure. The plan stunk, and it was executed worse. 
So I put this one all, not all, but I put the, if I had a pick, and I I don't know if we ended up putting up a poll last night, if we didn't put it up uh, on ours today, I put it on Matt LaFleur's uh, doorstep for how the game went up, played out last night. So A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones combined to run the football nine times, nine times. For 28 yards. Uh, Kylan Hill, most of his carries, I think one of them wasn't, but most of his carries were in garbage time. Um, that's not what you're looking for. Aaron Rodgers, meanwhile, uh, 28 attempts plus a sack. So they just, first of all, they didn't run a whole heck of a lot of plays. Uh, Jordan Love was 5 for 7 for 68 yards. His passer rating was 102.1. So there's something to be excited about. Corey Bajorquez, very good. He did a nice job yesterday upgrade over jk scott but no the reality is is that there's plenty of blame to go around tausch you put it on matt lafleur to a greater degree of it yep you know i i'm gonna divide my vote as i had no but you gotta pick i how do you pick between the way aaron Rodgers played on offense and how the defense performed under joe barry on defense well what's the common denominator on both when both sides stink like they did Joe Barry's third on my list. I, we didn't know what to expect from Joe Barry's defense. It was worse than we hoped. But if you're telling me that uh, the number one offense coming back with everybody but Corey Lindsley on a pseudo-home game is going to put up three points, I'd have yeah. told you you're nuts. Crazy. And that's exactly what happened that's on Matt LaFleur. Aaron Rodgers, that was one of the worst games I've seen him play. Yeah. Not good. That turnover in the red zone, I honestly, that that ain't that, that is He never does that. Never. Uh, getting hit under pressure, trying to force the ball in with two guys on Devontae Adams. Mm, not what you're looking for. So, now what? Matt LaFleur's teams have never lost. So are you saying, just wait a second, you didn't answer the question. Before you hedged, I I stopped you. You're putting this all on Aaron Rodgers. Well, not all on Aaron Rodgers. Just like you said, you're not putting it all on Matt LaFleur. All right, who is the vast majority of you, are you looking at this saying, this is the biggest reason why this team got beat? So, they're down 17 to Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, Joe Barry. Aaron Rodgers, because I expected more of him. Okay. Jesse, where are you going? I did, I'll be honest. I have been a Joe Barry skeptic from the beginning. You have? I am not taking a victory lap. It's only one game. Uh, and there's certainly no reason to take a victory lap when Packers fans care as much as they do about this team. But I haven't been as harsh on him as Steve the Homer True, mm-hmm. who has been sounding the Joe Barry alarm since last uh, January, yep, yep. but I did not expect their defense to be good. I figured it would be a work in progress. I expected Aaron Rodgers to pick up right where he left off, and that did not happen. The crowd was a non-factor, and unfortunately for the Packers, the offense was also a non-factor. Um, Tausch, what is the post game like 
when you lose a game like this. I don't know how many openers you lost. I know you guys lost the 06 opener in, in McCarthy's first game, 26 to nothing. That was bad yeah. at home. Yep. You didn't have to fly home, though. Like, w- what is this team thinking? Because Rodgers tried very hard to get, hey, it's just one game. We played bad. I played bad, which was nice to hear that he acknowledged that. But overall, I mean, I understand it's only one game, but it's the first game. And if we overreact to every game, we certainly are going to overreact to the first one, aren't we? Yeah, I, I think the with the expectation, and I think this has been, you know, with the off season the way it has been, and with this last dance vibe that everybody up there is putting out. I think the pressure is on this team, and they didn't handle it well for a lot of reasons. So I don't think it's it's not the end of the world, and I understand Packer fans are upset. You know, on Pack Attack we had – it was more measured than I thought. There was not a lot of screaming, like, fire everybody bit. Everybody still thinks this offense is going to be really good, but the overriding theme is – is the defensive coordinator, does he stink, and is it going to get any better? What optimism do we have? And I keep coming to, there is a lot of Pro Bowl star players on the defensive side of the ball that need to play better. But the pass rush was not there yesterday. That is a concern I have. And it did not show up yesterday. But again, New Orleans just controlled the game on the ground. They they kept the ball out of Aaron's hands and the defense didn't have any answers. That is a major concern. And until and when that gets fixed, this is going to be a conversation that we continue to have. But as far as a group, it's one loss. You take your medicine today. You get your off day tomorrow. And it is as is great about this league. You have a big win. You got to rinse it out and move on by Wednesday. Same thing when you get your brakes beat in like Green Bay did yesterday. Move on. The beauty of this league is week to week, people are going to overreact. There's going to be, well, Green Bay can't win. In the long run, this will be good in the fact that you have to refocus. You have to understand. I think this team felt its britches a little, felt a little bit too big in its britches. They they bought into the fact that they were a thirteen and three team should have went to a Super Bowl. You got Aaron back. There's this relief of that, and that you just snap your fingers and you're back in that position. Hardest part is you have to bounce. You have to understand. You gotta grind. You gotta work. And when you're doing training camp the way Green Bay's doing it, I don't know if you sense that or not. You got to get kind of snapped back in, and. It is hard. You got to be willing to put it in. Last night they showed it wasn't there. So now we got to get back to the basics. And hopefully that's going to be the message this week and we'll see a much better performance on Monday night. Jesse, you're the more emotional one on our panel when it comes to the Packers. How were you feeling yesterday? Uh, my wife wanted to turn the game off in the third quarter. I convinced her to keep it on until at least the early stages of the fourth quarter. But yeah, what did it, she want to do instead? Uh, I don't know. There's this Netflix show, Clickbait, that we've been getting into. Uh, I kind of want to watch that. Yeah, it's kind of a mystery thriller. So uh, we ended up watching that a little bit last night instead of the Bears game. All right. Um, so That's that was the good. I was looking she for. wanted to make some mac and cheese yesterday, homemade, pretty uh-huh. good. <laughs> Just wait. 
Homemade mac and cheese has to be the noodles have to be homemade also, not just the box noodles. Well, no, you're not going to make your own then noodles it's not every homemade time you mac. make It's not homemade mac and cheese then. Well... Okay, to each their own. Uh, it was a frustrating experience. Well, is it? Not, am I crazy, Jason? If it's if you're saying I made homemade mac and cheese, I'm making my own noodles. Um, you're certainly making it at home. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jesse, what I, I, you got? It's, I, it's box mac and cheese, or it's homemade like no. from scratch cheese sauce on the mac and cheese. It's not. Go ahead. No, it's not Jesse true. On this. It's, just say it's you homemade. You don't have to make now. your own noodles. Yeah. This is like your camping tape. Homemade pasta is not, hey, grab a box of pasta and I make sauce. you got to make the noodles, put them on a sheet, dry them out. It's not homemade unless you make the noodles, and it's not camping unless you're roughing it. Continue. Sleeping on the ground. Well, it's not. I mean, go ahead. It was a very frustrating experience watching it yesterday because you just, I mean, the way that this was hyped for us all season is it's a stacked ball squad. I've heard someone say Yeah, I, I, I still believe that. I've heard that. And I believe yeah. it, too. It was just, it was like the team wasn't ready for the game. And I was concerned before kickoff, I was concerned Aaron Andrews has never made me scared to watch a football game before, but she did yesterday. Right before kickoff, Joe and Troy throw down to Aaron Andrews. She's saying how hot it is on the field and that she talked with Matt LaFleur before the game and that he was concerned that none of the players had played in preseason and that they would struggle to get through a full four quarters given the heat and the circumstances. And I thought to myself, before the game, the head coach is already second-guessing what his decisions were throughout the preseason to play guys and that that could have an impact on game number one. Like, this just sounds like it's going to be a disaster based on what that little comment was. And right out of the gates, it looked like the Packers weren't ready. It looked like they weren't on the same page on offense. It looked like defensively they were out so, of position. They were getting got a number it, of times. It just looked like no one was ready to play. So instead. if he felt that way, then shame on him for not playing guys in the preseason. Agreed. Like, I don't mind the tactic of not playing I'm your totally on big board starters with getting guys healthy through, but if you don't think, then you're not working them hard enough in practice. Like, there are, it is always tricky. I don't care, even when I played and we played in the preseason, the speed is different and it is really difficult that first week or two, you are going to get gassed because four quarters. Not to be a mathematician, a lot harder than two quarters. A lot more. And then you add in that heat. It is a concern, but there's so many teams doing it. New Orleans, obviously, with their quarterback situation, their guys played more in the preseason. Baltimore plays more in the preseason, and they lost a lot of guys. There is a risk-reward. Maybe it was the risk wasn't worth it. You play in like New England does sometimes. You use those first couple regular season games. You try to find ways to win, staying healthy. But I did not hear that from Aaron Andrews. It just the, Matt Lafleur did not have his group prepared and ready to play. And I think it does stem to the preseason and into this. And it showed with the final score and how they uh, how they played.